Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Have you got a UEFA access code? Have you got a UEFA access code? That's what the ticket portal on the UEFA.com website says. Yeah, it's just, um, a lot of people don't know this, but if you want to get tickets, just, you just, it's just the word password. Password. All, all oh, okay, let me try that. Yeah, uh, they forgot to change it. So, um, and, and that's also to get a secret um, high-profile um, um, VIP access as well. If you just type in password and you say you want it, you get to take the kick off in the final. <laughs> do you get to drive that little car? Yeah, yeah, yeah you Two do. Two of them, you get to skate yeah. around on them. Well, oh, imagine that. Do I? Hello. You, you, can't, um, you can't even drive that car because you're test. Is that anywhere to start <laughs> Reminding me of one of my many oh, modern failures. Oh, what's calling the million dollars, Parson? You're driving <laughs> is it still? Is it still a raw wound? Uh, yeah, I think so. It's it's become infected over time. I've got staph infection, MRSA all over the gaff. Yeah, yeah. It's in it's inhabited the entirety of my body, and I just feel very lethargic and very unwell. Well, how does it manifest itself? It just means you really, really can't drive. <laughs> Even worse than uh, than before. How are you doing? It's the Luke and Pete show. It's the Luke and Pete show. It's I'm Monday. doing good. I'm yeah, dr- had a good weekend. Drinking out my Luke mug. Nice. A lovely my, producer that got made specially for me. I've got my cup at home. We bought new mugs and I don't know whether to use the new mugs because they're nice, but I don't want to smash them or uh, the, the old standard, uh, the yeah. Newcastle United mug or the, or the Pete mug. I had a very fraught conversation with my lovely wife yesterday okay. regarding drinkware. As I believe drinkware. no one calls it. Okay, right, yeah. Glassware, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you something. We, a tass hat. I'll tell you what's been a going on. A tass hat. There are letters in that. I'll tell you something. <laughs> what's been going on, yeah. right? And you may be a new listener to this show. Right. And you think, hang on a minute. I'm a couple of minutes in, and they're talking about mugs and glasses at home. Mugs and hugs. It's probably... They're probably thinking that, oh, they're just easing us in. There's going to be some really good content later. It's all like this. <laughs> There's my absolutely clear. Mug but, chat. Yeah. But anyway... I think that it creeps up on you, the amount of glasses that get broken throughout your home life, until one minute the penny just drops. And you got one wine glass Yeah, I've got none left. I've and, got... We it had... happened to me yesterday. Right. I said to Mimi, I said... Where the fucking glasses gone? Hey, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know that glass that you wrapped around my head last week? <laughs> Did it break? <laughs> but no, we had a situation, Pete, where right. we had... She had... I tried glass. to cork a spider out of the house and you didn't have anything to hold it in. One glass for her, one glass in the dishwasher. That yeah. was on a cycle. No glass for Lukey. You have an area later. So I said, let's get <laughs> Yeah, excuse me, area later. <laughs> let's get um let's get some more glasses in. She yeah. said she said, Well, you could do it, and I said I could do it, and then the conversation went on. But I don't have to go into detail on that front. <laughs> right. But the point is What, is this kind of like you, you are you not pulling your weight? 
in the house? Is, a, that, is that the situation? It's a considerable way <laughs> to, pull, to pull. I think people took that into account. No, exactly, yeah. yeah. I mean, I reckon I can pull Mimi's weight. Easy. I can't pull yours. Anyone can pull Mimi's weight. <laughs> but you can't pull mine. Takes no. a, takes a, probably a strong take, wind could probably... Paddy McGuinness, Paul Shane... And one other celebrity would be needed to pull mine. Why are you talking about Paul Shane? Baby, baby! All morning he's been talking about bloody Paul Shane. It's ridiculous. Um, anyway, so I, I'm going to buy some more glasses. I, I only, we only had one wine glass left and it had like a little shark. <laughs> I bought some cool shark wine glasses. Of course you did. Uh, it just makes it harder to From clean. Wish. <laughs> From Wish. From Wish.com, yeah. I, I find wine glasses astonishingly hard to clean anyway. Yeah. It's, I don't know how they do it. Mm. I can't put the ones we've got in, in the wine in the uh, dishwasher. Mm. because we. So we don't drink that much wine at home. Mimi have the occasional glass. She's got like two or three common or garden wine glasses she uses, mm. right? If I'm drinking wine, it's normally because people are over and we use the nice wine glasses, but because of the stems, you can't put them in the dishwasher. Mm. It's impossible to clean them without a dishwasher. I got a dish... I'll level with you. I have joined the ranks of the dishwashies. Good man. Move house. Uh, Great time to do it. Well, <laughs> you, got a built, you got a built in? You got a double or a single? Nah, it's a, it's a double, I think. There's a lot of room for appliances. We've got a washing machine and a, a, and a dishwasher. But the problem is, a washing machine, no, a washing machine and a, a, and a dishwasher. But the dishwasher right. was only there because uh, there's literally no drying place for the stuff. Like, it's oh. just a sink next to an, an oven. It's got like a hob right next to the sink. It's that. very confusing. I was like, why have they done that? There's no place to put the... But I realised, obviously, they had a, a dishwasher. And I'm not against dishwashers, but I was like, oh, it's just a bit of a waste. Again, that's a fool's errand. First of all, before I get into why it's Falls there, and what'd you go for? Bico? Uh, Bosch, I think. Bosch. Okay, solid. The reason it's a fool's errand because mm. assuming that everything can be done in the dishwasher, nah, you can't no, you fit can't. everything in the dishwasher, no. and not everything is dishwasher friendly. So you need a draining area. You need a draining area for your for your, for your pots and pans and stuff. Yeah, but the um, but the guy <laughs> the guy turns up, and he is who is adamant. the guy? The guy is someone from Amazon. Uh, like I, I did Amazon with well, like come onto your you, house now yeah and you put <laughs> that's how yeah they, they, and, and and if you add an extra 40 quid they will install it for you I could happily install a dishwasher I'm not that shit disagree but... <laughs> that's I, I, I wish for the purposes of this show you did try and install it yourself <laughs> well to be honest I probably could have done a better job than these absolute lunatics turns up it, the, 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 the the waste pipe is too short, so he needs right. some more waste pipe. He doesn't have that obviously because it's off the off the peg. And uh, and and but the problem is he can't explain that to my partner because he literally doesn't speak any English. Right. So he has an intermediary who has slightly better English than him, but still Are you the not intermediary? great. <laughs> <laughs> You're the intermediary here, aren't you? I'm like, and then it ended up with uh, with the guy just spraying water all over uh, Sarah. Oh, look, look, the dance music tech, Glastonbury '98. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lovely. Yeah. They deserve that. Um, I always pay the extra 40 quid to take the old thing away. That was the other thing. Yeah. In broken, in, in the most broken English, because uh, uh, I had to get on the phone because Sarah... It's a bit Brexity over there. I, it's, I mean, it's not... I, I, again, you know my feelings on, 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 on xenophobia, but my God, the guy couldn't communicate what the problem was. Yeah. <laughs> and and his intermediary couldn't. You need at least to be able to do that. I, uh, that that's, Did that's you apologise? What? Of course I did. Yeah, you yeah, were probably This intermediary was lovely. But again, her, 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 she would use words that I was like, what does that mean? And I was sort of like thinking around stuff, thinking yeah. laterally about what she was saying. I was like, oh, it's that. That's what I have to do presenting with you. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. But, you, but um, the, that was another problem. They're like going, um, you, it, there's a big problem. We need to take something away for recycling. So Because the part of the service was take that away yeah. and, 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 and plumb it in. Yeah. And, and they were like, like, we need to take something away. I was going, there's nothing there. Don't worry about it. We're going, well, 
what will our managers say? And I was like, probably have the afternoon off. I don't care. Yeah, it's not there's your nothing, problem, is it? No, there's nothing to take away. If you want to take something away, take the cardboard boxes that are outside. Take that to the recycling yeah. if you have to take something away. Yeah. Oh, so he was saying, stressful. He was, let me get this right. So he was basically saying that he would get in trouble for not taking For not away. taking something away. I, I mean, he could have been saying anything. I've not a clue. But... <laughs> Uh, but I just feel guilty because I wasn't there. So to it's kind working of, now. It's working now because I went and got a pipe and, went and connected it together. And wow, you must you have mean? had a great sense of achievement there. I've connected a washing machine and a. No, nah, but if I a, do anything like that, I feel like I'm cock of the walk for, for a week. <laughs> it's just a little tube. I I, I remember <laughs> the one of the best moments of my life was when Mimi was having a go at me for not being able to do anything around the house, mm. which I can't. And I know her dad will be listening, the great Elsie. So hello to you, Elsie. <laughs> yes, I know. Compared to you, I can do nothing. Because mm-hmm. uh, Mimi's dad will be like, I mean, I've said this to you before. He'll just decide that he's got a few days off in a month's time. So he's going to, from scratch, completely redo the kitchen himself. Yeah. Oh, it's right. incredible. Yeah, I, I, would say, I would say in our defence, our homes are a little bit more bricky. <laughs> And well, a bit more like structural. Mimi had a go at me once for not being able to do anything. But she had a go at me in the spare room, which I painted. Put the light <laughs> fitting on. Put the shelf up. Thank you. I was like, excuse me, have a little look around. Have a little look it around. Could have been who might with that little telly? Who, who might with that little telly? Like yes. Farage's telly in the kitchen. Yeah, it is a bit like that, actually. <laughs> and yes, it is a little bit uh, angled. Right, okay. But, but, no, you know, that's angled for your pleasure. I don't mind it. <laughs> I, I prefer if my it falls on like my that. feet or the cat, it's, it's our decision for <laughs> yeah. that to happen. But I am terrible around the house, or anything like that would be a great sense of achievement for I've, me. Uh, I've, 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 uh, see this uh, wall here, all this stuff. I need a place to record uh, in, in, in the outbuilding, which is uh, my home. The garage. <laughs> the garage. Um, and I'm sort of like going, right, I'm going to build a structure like this. I'm going to build two walls of this to block off half of it. And I'm thinking, I'm going to go to Wix and I'm going to get timber, right? So I need to get timber to make the framework. Yeah. I need rock wall to go in the side because that's what's in, in these walls in, the, in our studio. Okay. Uh, and then some kind of um, some kind of thing to tie it together. This Do you know sometimes on the front thing. page of a newspaper, the, the bottom half of the newspaper will be a big story about the government yeah. and the top half will just be an aerial photo <laughs> of a house that's fallen, fallen down, down yeah. and say like a few feared missing or whatever. Yeah. Carry on. <laughs> That's what's going to happen here. It's not. I, 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 look, it'll be fine. But I don't know. Maybe somebody can get in touch because this show goes out today. Give us a tweet. What? How do I put the timber together? Is it big long nails or big long screws? What's the best? Yeah, what's your cut off there? What? Well, what's yeah, exactly? I think it would be screws, wouldn't it? Surely. I don't know because you see, I think people sort of put it together with with with, with nails and then fortify it with screws. Hmm. Maybe no more nails would suffice. <laughs> I, I just can't see Donaldson frame. I think I speak on behalf of the Luke and Pete Show community when I say I can't see this ending well. You're going to be astonished with how lumpy these walls are with Rockwell. Well, I hope it does go well because it, it means you'll never have to come in again. Because <laughs> you'll be able to do everything you can from home. Yeah. But anyway, listen, it is Monday the 5th of July. This is the Luke and Pete Show. Um, have you seen Alan Jones's cock today? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to ask you about right. that. Would you please, because you, you avowed me of this story earlier today. I mm-hmm. didn't know about it. There will be people listening here who are from the beautiful, sunny uh, country, Australia, for example, okay. or, or the deepest, darkest place in Scotland. <laughs> Hell. Right? So they may not... If you're Scottish, you're going to know who Alan Jones is. Mm. For those who aren't in the UK, yeah. tell us the Alan Jones story. He is who is he first? And more, a more? celebrated uh, voice, I suppose, of like classical uh, ditties. The start, there. Did, start with the snowman. Did he get his name? He was a kid in... Alad, in um, God, was that the kid then? Snowman. That was the kid from the snowman. Walking in the air. That guy. Right. Well, yeah. He's older in time. Yeah, but I mean, he's He's our age, isn't he? Yeah, he's maintained his kind of fame for a very, very long time. Good on him. Yeah, because he did the Christian thing. 
Yes. So what happens is yes. in, in broadcasting terms or fame terms, mm. as a kid, you can do what you want. If you're talented, mm-hmm. then you have to specialise. Yes. For example, Alex Zane, film. Right. Rick Edwards, science. True. Um, people like the guy from Blue Peter, football. Hammond, yeah. cars. What was Hammond doing as he was, when he was younger, though? Uh, I don't know, to be honest. It screams to me that he was doing a B-Tech at some kind of provincial college and rich. worked at, well, it takes one to no one, <laughs> uh, and worked at Bella Italia. Oh, nice. I like that. Yeah, I've fair. made that up. That could have been what happened. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't really count. But people who, who get fame in broadcasting or something else younger, they have to specialise as they get older. Ali Jones specialised as a Christian. He mm. took his fame from the snowman, went through, before you know it, bang, songs snowman. of praise. Songs snowman. of praise. God songs man. of praise. Songs of praise. Yeah. <laughs> Song man. Anyway. What's he done? On his reels, which uh, I believe is kind of like a, a 24-hour kind of disposable version of, of the tweet. That's uh, Fleets, isn't it? Fleets, sorry. Not reels not is Instagram. Else, sorry. I have to hold your Fleets. hand for all this stuff. I just, I just never used any of them. Fleet. Fleets. Hmm. Uh, a, a, man's, uh, a man in some Calvin Klein briefs was seen. Very well endowed. Yeah, it looked like it was a little bit of padding, maybe. I'm not going to cast aspersions to whoever's junk that was, but he also had a T-shirt, like a dirty T-shirt, tucked into his um, Calvin Klein pants as well, which I did really get. So it was on his reels. He's done the classic thing that all men of a certain age do when hacked. something something awry appears on someone's Twitters, uh, saying, hashtag hacked, I was hacked. Oh, my God, put on two-factor authentication, I was hacked. Yeah. I'm sure it wasn't his willy. I'm sure it wasn't his bulge, uh, but it's just, um, why do they always go with hacked? The, the lion wasn't out of the cage anyway. Say again. No, exactly. Yeah. But, but the reason they always go with hacked, as I'll tell you, as a man approaching middle age myself, mm. men of our age and older mm-hmm. get regularly teased for being shit with technology. Right. Turn it to your advantage. <laughs> yes. I, I'm a boomer. I know nothing about tech. Yeah. I obviously got hacked. Oh, did, did I press the wrong button on my printer? <laughs> Is that what happened? Yeah. And it was crotch level and I was in my pants. Yeah. Oh, how did that sexy lady in a gif get onto my screen? <laughs> I don't know what I was doing. I was enjoying it. I was at a, uh, for the England match, I was around a mate's house and he's making these lovely ribs. He's got this brand new house and it's like a hitman level. It's massive. He wasn't making ribs, was he? Hopefully cooking them. <laughs> he's cooking I mean, them, sorry. Stay away from the grill but if he's he was, making them. But he was going... Uh, uh, he was sort of talking, uh, waxing lyrical about how many um, like sexy ladies is on his Instagram. Like his, uh, his kind of, you know, the, the algorithm just throws up loads of shit. And I was like... Based on his earlier browsing, Exactly. Right? And he was saying that in front of his partner. I was like, mate, that's all on your... And he was beautifully trying to tiptoe around. And go, I have no idea how these sexy ladies get on. We, did, we, did, that, we did that before, you, me and our mate. And uh, our mate got, um, in his algorithm on Instagram, just got a load of meat being grilled and houses. Yes. <laughs> Different property yeah, porn. Yeah. yeah. But he's doing it in front of his partner. He's like, I mean, that's risky. The apop- she's, she's a consulting surgeon. She knows what's going on. Well, it's probably helping the ribs, was she? <laughs> these, these are forensically cut. <laughs> yeah, very well rendered. Yeah. Um, the apotheosis <laughs> of the genre, I think we can all agree, being that conservative MP who went on a bit, got on his high horse on Twitter and went, I cannot believe how many obscene adverts I'm being served oh, on my internet website. Y- yeah, yeah, yeah. And someone was like, yeah, it's based on your brand. But wasn't it like, wasn't it like a home, like uh, he wrote our Jews and then it was like, you know, did or did the Holocaust happen or something like oh, that? Oh, that's right. And he literally yeah. had a little timer, a little logo for a timer saying, you literally fucking typed that oh, in, you history. fucking psychopath. Yeah. yeah. Jeez, oh. It's backfired, that. <laughs> Did you not thought about it? There's all, there is always, I mean, I don't have anything seditious or problematic on my phone, but there's enough, like, men's knobs and stuff no, but you do that have... could sneak, sneak out, and it's not my knob. You think that you... 
you do have a lot of problematic stuff on your phone, mm. but this is not problematic to you. No, if people yeah. saw that out of context. Oh yes, you'd be in big trouble. I would. Buddy anything, boy, anything, <laughs> anything in my gallery. I sort of go, yeah, that is. I mean, my, my wallpaper is Vish and a Man United uh, hat. Yeah, that, I mean that's troubling. That's troubling. it's really low res as well. Why have you got Vish on there? What does Sarah think when she sees that? <laughs> She's been used up. She used to be on there, and now yeah, it's. Uh, you changed it from a man that you work with. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, the core presenter I have access to. Anyway, I'll keep wanting to say it's Monday the 5th of July. This is a Luke and Pete show, but we're halfway through the bloody episode now, so there's no point. It's like one of those really pretentious cold opens in a big blockbusting Netflix series, isn't it? <laughs> it is indeed. I, I, I tracked that once, and I was rewatching Breaking Bad a while back, and at some point there were like still opening credits on the episode, like 18 minutes in. Right, yeah, that's a bit... It's crazy. <laughs> Absolutely so crazy. Much, in TV, they're obsessed with getting credits, aren't they? Yeah. Obsessed with getting credit for everything. Uh, does it's that always not... built into deals and stuff. Does it help you in the future if you get a credit as, uh, you know, exec producer or whatever? It's a big part of their career, I think. And also, mm. I think, cause the, because TV's so old as a, as a genre. Mm. I mean, we, we, I haven't been privy to that many of this kind of, that much of this kind of stuff. But when you're doing deals for shows in this game that we're in and, and it gets optioned for TV or derivative rights or whatever, mm. the amount of TV people that want to get involved is incredible. Right. So for us, we make podcasts, just a few of us, right? You made the Bernie show and it's, you know, it's just you and one other person or whatever and mm. someone else to help with the sound design, whatever. You did an amazing job. My point is, if that was TV, there'd be about 15 people doing it. And mm. you can tell that on things like, um, a Glad so for example, Gladwell's podcast, right. um, Revisionist History, yeah. right? It's Pushkin. It's a, I think he's a lot of the team, and a lot, he's got a lot of background in other areas of the media. If you listen to the credits of the epi- end of an episode of Revisionist History, I mean, I've counted them, because uh, I'm pathetic like that, on one of the episodes I heard, he had 17 credits mm. for one podcast episode. It's an attaboy, though, and it's kind of like, uh, we're not going to pay you much money. But in America, they do no, pay him. There's loads no of money holiday. in media in, pay- uh, in America. I know what you mean. I don't know. I, I, I just think sometimes your work's got to speak for itself, and if you, you know, you get personal satisfaction. I can't you know. believe you're saying that on this show. <laughs> this work's going to speak for itself. <laughs> We need to obfuscate, Pete. True, true. Yeah, yeah. It, does, it certainly doesn't in this case. Good um, God. Can I ask you quickly before we go to a break? Yes. I just want to let you know because I think you'd be. I took a photo of it, but I forgot to send it to you because I've been a bit busy and uh, um, get, get, got on your reels. Did it? Did it? <laughs> get on your fleets. I saw. Um, so in, I was in Cambridge at the weekend. Mm. And um, have you seen? Did you see in London a while back when they had um, the Wallace and Gromit sheep all over all over the country? Yes, yes. There was a couple in London. It was for the charity to do with Ard Man. I mm. think it's based in Bristol. My friend's wife does a lot of great work for it. Anyways, check it out. It's a great charity. There was a cow version in Cambridge at the weekend. Right, and cows like brass statues of cows. Oh, the brass cow on it. Exactly. That's what I thought. Um, dotted around the city, and one of them was a steampunk one. <laughs> <laughs> a steampunk cow. Top hat, cogs, glasses, goggles. Goggles. Mm. Um, like, you know, like, like a, a, imagine it. This is hard to imagine. And this is definitely one for the Luke and Pooch out of context, Twitter, if it ever happens. Imagine a cow in a waistcoat, but the waistcoat is like a riveted metal waistcoat. It was like that <laughs> with goggles. I just thought of you. I just thought yeah. you know, steampunk. I appreciate or, that, mate. The big things that everyone listens to the show knows you for steampunk. Peaky Blinders, mm. Only Fools and Horses. Um, that's your kind of area. It's not a single day that goes by that somebody doesn't tweet me something about the Only Fools and Horses. And it's, I, I, it stopped. How many series were there? They just stopped years you ago. You would know. 
you would know. I always, I I'll always, check my tattoo. people should never refrain from messaging you any mm. kind of Only Fools and Horses news. We can always assume you've seen it. You've probably got a Google alert <laughs> set up, but it's always pays to make sure. Yeah. Um, so anyway, listen, let's have a quick break. I want to tell you about the Steampunk Cow before we did so. In the break, Pete's going to just check up on these Only Fools and Horses stuff. Uh, when we come back, we'll do some of your emails. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. All right, we're back. It's the Luke and Pete Show, part two. Luke, I'm asking you this question. I've got through to the UEFA Euro 2020 um, ticket portal. You're joking. But the only tickets that are available are Italy. It's been like that for like 24 hours now. Really? Yeah. Just Italy and Spain? Yeah, so I believe, I mean, by the time this show comes out, it may not be the case, but I believe that there is there is an expectation right. that the Danish FA are going to send some tickets back. If right. they do, they should be put out on the, on the portal. I see. So if you're listening to this and you are in some way Portal an England adjacent. fan right. and you are you know, you're based in the UK um, keep an eye on it actually no I'll want to get them don't keep an eye on keep it there's no it. point don't worry about don't it don't go on the portal yeah, there's no chance nothing's <laughs> happening you might as well close that down now Donny do I want to watch that though it's quite expensive nah fuck it I'll watch it on the telly anyway yeah. there, are, there are some cheap ones they're fans first tickets you wait for competition Ooh, so like 80 eight euros that's good that's yeah. cheap I mean they're, they're not that now they're like 300 quid but yeah. Anyway. Oh, well. Hello at LukeandPeteShow.com is the email address that you can get in touch with us on. We are at Luke and Pete Show on Twitter, as I'm mm. sure you know by now, but we should remind people of that in case they're new to the show. If you are new to the show, this is a part of the uh, episode where we do people's emails and correspondence. Mm. This is a half hour show twice a week about absolutely nothing, but we do do your emails. Do you want me to go first, Peter, or would you like to go first? I'll slide in a couple of very, very quick ones because I'm always sort of, uh, we don't sort of go through the <laughs> that little steady. Uh, hello, uh, this is from Dave. Hello, do you think Luke looks like a comedian called Paul Smith? Have a Google. Yes, he does. Uh, okay. Hi, Luke and Pete. This one is from uh, Luke. Hello, Luke. Uh, as a child, I would often chew slash bite all kinds of miscellaneous objects from your standard pen lid to destroying all the buttons on the Sky Remote with my teeth. Now, I've never bitten into a Sky Remote, but those those those, those, so, buttons were, those buttons were big. They were yielding. Yeah. Oh, I'd love to get my incisor into one of them. If you're one of those people who explores the world via their mouth, mm. that was dream stuff. Luxurious. It? Yeah. Luxurious. Uh, however, I soon learned my lesson when I nearly died aged 11. My grandma made a little homemade advent calendar, and every Christmas she'd fill every pocket with little chocolates and a daily gift. Uh, one day the gift was a small padlock. Not sure why she did miss a fun gift for a child. <laughs> is, your, is your grandmother a, a cracker? <laughs> she a Christmas cracker? <laughs> anyway, the lot was probably about the size of a bottle cap, and while chewing on it, it somehow ended up lodged in my throat. I quickly realised I was choking, probably to death, and it took a few... And it took a few probably minutes, to death. Probably to death. Yeah. And it, a few minutes, uh, and it took a few minutes of my mum frantically hitting me on the back uh, to dislodge it and eventually was able to spit it out. 
Just thought, I mean, I presume her first thought was 909 or a locksmith. Yeah. Um, fair to say, I learned my lesson, but I'm still partial to the odd buyer now and again. <laughs> Thanks to Sean Luke. Me and, me and Luke are like kindred spirits, though I've never choked. On uh, on a lock. I find that very hard. I find it very hard to believe that you didn't have some kind of choking episode as a kid. No, no. Maybe I've got a very limited epiglottis, so just, to speak. Is that the name of it? Uh, yeah, I think so. I had a. I I famously in my. I'm not going to do myself any favors telling this story, but whatever. Mm. I famously in my family. Mm. Uh, once choked on a big chunk of roast beef over Sunday lunch. <laughs> and because um, the nature of the family I have, right. as you can probably tell from me, we're all like, piss takers. And um, there was about 15 seconds of solid piss taking. I was probably about 14. Yeah, before you started and to turn And my blue. dad was like, what, what's it, what are we doing? Like, what, <laughs> what, what do you mean, doing? what are we doing? And, he, and, and luckily, it was weird though, because no one Heimlicked me. Right. It just ended up just going down my throat. Uh, okay, so, so, so it got so stuck, so but it, 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 out, it eventually yeah. just went down. Just trickled down. And it was so bad that I couldn't eat. Um, because my throat was felt really like it had been like Inflamed, damaged in some way. Yeah, so yeah. I couldn't eat for like I don't know twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't eat. I couldn't eat for a while. Yeah. But, but it was funny because Sunday, so Sunday lunch in my family, had grown up in their old house before we moved. When I was about sixteen. Um, we always used to do it. So my dad used to work quite a lot. My mum used to work shifts. So we didn't always get to sit down. But my parents, and I'm, I'm, I'm really grateful they did this, every Sunday they said, look, we're going to have Sunday lunch. So mm. even when I got a bit older and I played football on a Sunday, mm. I'd always go home for my Sunday lunch. And it, as I was a bit older, my mates would go back to the, be at the pub and I'd go back to the pub after. Anyway, the reason it was fucking funny is because, do you remember those chairs that families used to have that they were like almost like... It, it's hard to explain, but they had like little kind of straw woven things with right. holes in them. Do you understand what I mean? Yes, yes, and, yes. And yes. so it would be, so these these chairs we had. You these, always see them knackered in the street. Yes, exactly. Because people have fallen through them. Exactly. So they, we had those. Mm. And we had this cat called Jasper, right? And he knew that um, every Sunday there would be loads of food on offer. And he always knew that my sister, who's five years younger than me, was the softest target, mm. right? So every Sunday lunch, he used to go under the chair which is obviously, it's almost half see-through because it's just knitted straw woven together with like mm. holes all through it. And he would just claw the shit out the bottom of the chair right. until my sister would start crying. There'd be a load of commotion and he'd somehow get hold of some meat or something. Yes. It, was, it, was, it was incredible. To, nice. the point, to the point of where he pulled all the chairs, even if we rotated yeah. them around. And so we had to buy completely new chairs. So... In, in, in my mind, Sunday lunches at my parents when we were in our family home were just chaos. Oozing it was like me cho choking, my cat attacking my sister like repeatedly. <laughs> uh, it was it was absolute chaos. Anyway, did anyone call him a c word? That was the famous Luke and Pete Shaw story, wasn't the it? Greedy cunt. No, that wasn't my family though. That was that was one of our listeners' family, right? Um, what about this email from Liam O'Hare who says? Um, Hi guys, I couldn't sleep last night because I had a dream that Luke left Stack to present the BBC News with Maisie Williams. Okay, yeah, all right, fair. I probably love that. Yeah. I wouldn't like leaving Stack. I think they die. I think they Could I work it around between... my initial job? I, th I probably could. We'll, we'll have a discussion. Do it on shift. About it. Uh, the, um, yeah, I guess you kind of have a similar dynamic because you'd be the tall, I can't remember the guy at Game of Thrones, the tall Scottish bloke who was in those adverts in the 90s. Um, oh, um, the Scarface man. Oh, well, Angry Dave. Jerome Flynn? No, angry. He was like an angry toddler who hung out with Maisie Williams as the smart. The smart oh, um, the Hound. The Hound. The Hound. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. He's also he also plays um one of the um the bad guys in Hot Fuzz. Yes. Yarp. That guy. <laughs> yeah. So you reckon it'd work well? Yeah, I think the dynamic would work. To be honest, I'd love to work with Maisie Williams. No nonsense. Um, I, I don't want to be a newsreader. That's not really my thing. <laughs> okay. I haven't got good enough diction, have I? Yeah, you have. You can speak all nice and my teas are too splashy, as uh, <laughs> the girl from this time would say. 
What? The tease? The most pissed off Alan Partridge gets in this time, that series, (laughs) is when in an ad break, his co-presenter, Jenny, whatever she's called, says that his tees are too splashy. (laughs) (laughs) He he really plays in his mind. So Liam, it's great to know that I'm not only permeating your conscious, I'm also permeating your subconscious. Just take that as a compliment, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but BBC News readings not for me, really. No. I don't, I think it's, I don't think it's the best use of Maisie's talents either. True, true. Um, She's wasted doing BBC News readings. I mean, you're in a situation where you are not... Um, no one's asking you to do this. This is literally just a dream someone had. Yeah. I had a wild dream last night that I was uh, under gunfire and I had to hide in a bin. So, look, I'd be no good in Fallujah either. No. No. Unless I, had a bin. Big, unless I had a really good bin. Is it even bulletproof? <laughs> I, I think, think so. I've done that in PUBG, probably. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, work, didn't work there either. Yeah. Anyway, let's squeeze one more email in, shall we, before we go. Um, there's some good ones, actually. Some, some really good, good ones. ones, mate. Um, actually, do you know what? We're not going to do another email. I want to ask you about this, Pete, because this really came to me um, uh, before I came into the studio this morning. Mm. Uh, is that um, Have you seen that shop, that Amazon shop now, my friend went there the other day, he was telling me about it, where you just walk in, grab all the stuff you want to get, you scan your kind of Amazon mm. ID and log in, you pick up everything you want to pick up and you just walk out. Mm. And it charges for you automatically. A lot of lads in my school used to do that, but um, <laughs> many just razors and super But would you not want to... Te- I just, as soon as I heard about it, I just want to test it. I would like... I would like to get to the door and just turn around and go, ha 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 even though I'd paid for everything that was in the... <laughs> What, at what point do you get packed? Do you get charged as you walk out? Well, yeah, I guess as soon as. How you does it even it. work? Um, they all got, it's all RFID tag, isn't it? In what does all that of mean? the product, products, you know, like the things that if, when you, um, it's the same technology as your Oyster card or whatever. So every, every product will have uh, one of them in, maybe or something. And so as it leaves the store, um, maybe there's a proximity thing with your mobile phone or, or your account uh, that tells well that person's carrying out that uh, that particular piece of property. I don't know, man. So I've just never designed it. So they just stick them on. They just it's like a sticker version. Yeah, you stick I think it on. so. Yeah. yeah Otherwise, product, it'd be very yeah. expensive, right? Yeah. What about if you buy an individual Apple? You ain't going to put a sticker on that. I don't know. I don't, I don't really know, to be honest, Lukey. I'd love to know. If people know, they should tell us. Uh, they should get in touch. Hello at lukeandpeteshow.com. Mm. That's all we've got time for on this Monday episode. Hope you've had a lovely Monday, the 5th of July. We'll be back on Thursday, the 8th of July, because <laughs> that's how dates work, yes, uh, with more of this, and we'll see you then. Pete, have you got any parting shot, any parting comment for our listeners? I really need a wee. Let him go for a wee. We'll see you on Thursday. Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.